0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to a Friday, March 25th edition here on the Chase Thomas podcast, where I am still the aforementioned mentioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, on today's show, Southern Miss head football coach Will Hall. Uh, Will Hall is a, it's funny, we were talking about it before we got started here, but um, an up and coming guy and uh in the coaching ranks and it's funny because he doesn't really see himself at that uh as a young up-and-coming guy in his early 40s but um he is a name that you're gonna hear about more and more college football fans uh over the next couple years and his fit at southern miss is phenomenal and um if you're like me and you grew up in the south and you watched uh, a lot of Southern Miss that just popped up and you remember bowl game stuff that they did and you remember just the high octane offenses Where like I'm not old enough for Brett Favre or anything like that but I am old enough to remember the Golden Eagles slinging it all over the place so uh, it's great to have Coach Hall uh, back uh, or at Southern Miss rather and just really excited to see what he does with this program as they move to the Sun Belt which is just such a great great fit um for this university and this team and Sun Belt, man. It's the, he I think he called it the uh the group of five uh SEC, which is exactly what it is. And that's a great thing. And I'm excited for the future of the Sun Belt and the future of Southern Miss and the fans. The fans in Mississippi are just fantastic. And um very excited again to have the opportunity to both talk with Coach Hall, talk some ball, talk about his career, how he got here what uh, he's planning to build at Southern Miss and all that good stuff. So appreciate Coach Hall coming on today's special edition of the podcast. Um, Don't forget, folks, if you have not already done so, make sure you uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you get your podcast, so you never miss uh, an episode here. New episode on this feed every single day. Uh, Don't forget, if you want to watch... Coach Hall and I on this conversation, you can do so. YouTube.com, uh, type in the Chase Simmons Podcast, hit that subscribe button. That easy, that simple. And uh, if you like listening to uh, this very podcast, you're already subscribed and listen every episode and you have not already left this show a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you get your podcast. please make sure you go ahead and take care of that uh, for me today. Uh, it helps other people find the show. and helps this show continue to grow um don't forget folks you can also email me at chase thomas podcast at gmail.com uh, the home page chase thomas access to all my previous episodes all that good stuff learn more about the show and then of course the daily newsletter that's simple sports renaissance man that's me sports renaissance com. type in your email that's simple uh, all right well let's get into today's episode uncle darren let's go Chase Thomas podcast, the Chase Thomas podcast. Um, <laughs> my nephew needs me to course. See, I hate, I already hate it. I hate All right, it. we're back here on the Chase Thomas podcast where I am joined by one of my favorite up and coming. Do I even say up and coming coach? Coach Hall, do you feel young? Where, how, how do you feel at this point in your coaching career? Cause I see <laughs> you as a up and coming name still.
1: Well, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, I, I guess I am kind of a new name on the division mm-hmm. one radar. Uh, I'm 41. I'll be 42 here in May. So, uh, but I've been around football my whole life. You know, my dad was a coach. I got dropped off the field House since I was five, and I went straight into coaching small college ball. I was an offensive coordinator at age 25 at at a football powerhouse called Southwest Baptist University mm-hmm. up in Bolivar, Missouri. So, I uh, got a D2 head job at age 30, and uh, so, you know, in the smaller college ranks, I guess my name's a little more familiar than it is at this level, but. Uh, I guess I'm kind of in between, Chase. I'm not young anymore, <laughs> but I'm not old yet. So, uh, just trying to get a little bit better every day. I do feel young. I think, I think, uh, being old or being young is a mindset and it's a feeling more than a, than a number. And, uh, I'm, I'm full of energy. I can promise you that.
0: Was there a chance you wouldn't be a coach? Was there ever any doubt? Cause you're at the field house at five years old. I imagine it's pretty hard for you not to get the, the itch.
1: Yeah. No, you know, I think we're all somewhat, uh, products of our environment, and I'm probably mm-hmm. the poster child for that. My dad was my first hero. Uh, he's a larger-than-life character in the state of Mississippi, mm-hmm. uh, second winning as coach all time in the state. We moved around. Uh, he impacted a lot of communities and a lot of people during his career. He's still alive. He's 67, uh, doing well and great health. He's retired now. but uh, So he was my first hero. Uh, I was five years old when I got dropped off, and I've been going every day since. Kind of an in, uh, interesting nugget, Chase. Joe Burrow's grandmother, Miss Dot mm-hmm. Burrow was my bus driver that dropped me off at the field house every day. Great lady,
0: yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Dot Burrow. Dot is a name like that when you hear Dot, you know it's A the South and you know it's someone who is over the age of 70 years old. There's just <laughs> no like there's no young person. I, I just can't picture a young a young woman named Dot. Miss
1: Dot was a great mm-hmm. basketball player and uh, mm-hmm. I think it's short for Dorothy, obviously. There you go. and uh yeah, great great lady. Great lady.
0: Well, how's the offseason going for you, coach? Are you someone that can enjoy the offseason? Are you just, do you miss the grind? Do you miss the weekly prep? Like, how do you, how do you go through the offseason? How do you, how do you handle it?
1: Yeah. No, Chase, I'm a guy that enjoys life. I enjoy Mm -hmm. living. Uh, I don't want to be the guy that uh, wins and has success and looks back on it later and says, you know what, man, we forgot to enjoy it. So we try Mm -hmm. to really concentrate on what matters for us. That is recruiting and football and loving on our players. And if it doesn't have anything to do with those three things, we try to eliminate it and not do it uh, where we can still be good husbands and fathers. We just had practice 11 this morning of spring Mm -hmm. ball, so we've got four left. Uh, We're in a much better uh, state for this program than we were when we got here. Uh, We inherited a program where we played the season at 62 scholarships, so we were very, very shorthanded uh most of those kids are back because we were young and we uh we enrolled 26 newcomers at mid-year so we're up into the 80s with our scholarships now we just feel like the overall health and well-being of our program is in a much better situation and uh, we'll be much improved we're still going to be young but southern miss is a great place with great history and tradition they really care it's a passionate fan base and uh You know, Chase, I know you're at Tennessee there, man. These Mm -hmm. people here care just as much as the SEC teams. There's just not quite as many of us. I compare it all the time to, you know, a great 2A high school program. Uh, The people in those communities, when they win state championships, it means just as much to those people in those communities and those players and those families as it does to a team that's at a 6A program. Yeah. Uh, There's just not as many people, and that's kind of where we're at. Man, We our passion, our fan base – is unbelievably passionate. They're in it, and uh, we're building this thing back right for them.
0: Yeah, Mississippi's different, too. I mean, it's not even just the the football on the high school level. And I grew up Friday Night like We were talking before we got started with part view and just getting that and being ingrained in that culture from a young age. But Mississippi's different in that. So you guys, you can talk baseball all year long. You got a great baseball program at Southern Miss. Like, a lot of folks don't realize, I mean, Mississippi State just won the College World Series. It's just college is so important to the communities all across the state of Mississippi and I just with you growing up around it and you being familiar with it was that something that was just an easy transition for you when you got this head job you're like oh this is this is the right fit and I I know how this works in Mississippi I know what they like I know I know where people are interested in
1: yeah there's no doubt Chase this is a job that that my wife and I always you know when you sit back and It's late at night and you're having a drink and you're dreaming a little bit. You know, this was a job we always hoped that was in God's plan for us. Uh, And it is a little bit of a fairy tale, you know, for Mm -hmm. us to get here. We've lived in nine states. We've moved all around the southeast to get back to Mississippi and get back to where we know people and know – we know everything about Southern Miss. We know what Mm -hmm. it means to work at Southern Miss. We know what Southern Miss means to this area and to the coast of Mississippi and to South Mississippi especially. Uh, We know what it's like to recruit the surrounding area and what those kids mean. We know how important it is for Southern Miss to be good in football, Mm -hmm. economically and for everybody. Man, so that's something we take very serious. We don't want to let people down. And uh, very blessed to be here. Now, look, man, we went down some dirt roads to get here. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, we coasted Southwest Baptist Presbyterian College, West Alabama, Arkansas, <laughs> Monticello. So we've done Henderson State. We've we've done our we've done our tour of duty. My wife and I to get <laughs> to here, and uh, but very very thankful to be here.
0: What's been the best part about being the head coach at Southern Miss to this point?
1: Uh, like, just. Being the head coach at a place, I've been a lot of group of five places, and group of five football has kind of become, uh, from a fan base standpoint, not very followed. You know, Mm -hmm. you you still got all the money and all the stuff in the media and social media, but when you go to a game, there's not very many people at the games and all that because everybody's interested in the Alabamas and LSUs and all that. The great thing about Southern Miss is we're not that way. Yeah. You know, we were in the middle of a 3-9, and nine, or we were 2-9 and nine going into our last home game this past year, coming off a three-win season, probably the worst two-year stretch this school's had in quite some time. And we had 25,000 people in our last home game. You know, uh, when we get this thing back rolling, <laughs> we'll have over 30,000 packed at the Rock every home yeah. game. So, like I said, it's just a passionate fan base that really loves it. So that's been great. It's been great recruiting here, Chase. It's been great to get back. To recruiting high schools where I know the whole lineage, you know, like our yeah. is Ty Keys, and his mom is Miss Stacy Sullivan. And from the moment we recruited Ty, we know that if you're a Keys and you're from Taylorsville and you're mm-hmm. a Sullivan and you're from Taylorsville, you can play. Like there's been a million Sullivans and a million Keys. Mm-hmm. Well, that's his mom and his dad, you know? And so there's all kinds of situations like that for us here that's unique that you don't always get. And that's been a whole lot of fun to get back to recruiting. And I know every high school coach in the state, a lot of them are like locals. So that's been great too.
0: That's awesome. I love talking to high school coaches That's and college and things like that, where it's just, you always learn something and it's just so interesting to know the brotherhood and like how coaches see each other and just the competition. It's just a different, a different vibe. And I think another thing that's interesting um, with, just recruiting and when you're talking about the attendance and things like that at Southern Miss and what you've seen at group of 5 schools i just wonder how much of it because i'm a pretty staunch uh, opponent of the playoff expansion and just the playoff in general where i grew up with college football where bowl season was this this great thing and it was just this uh, it, it was a nice beautiful thing but it was also just about the season like college football the reason i love college football is because of Saturdays, those Saturdays in the fall. Like it's about those rivalries. It's about tuning in. Like you want to see Southern Miss football. You want to see the high octane offense. You want to see them in bowl games because a lot of people grew up around that. Of like, oh, Southern Miss. Like I remember their offenses. Like that was something that you remember. It's not about the titles. It's not about anything like that. So I think there is just far too much emphasis on winning titles. So when you're talking about Alabama and Auburn and things like that, and Tennessee's about to enter that fray, with Nico coming aboard and just what Hypool's is doing, but like there, that's not why I like college football. And I wonder if there's a misstep there um, at, with the powers that be about like overlooking what fans actually want. And the, there are programs that are going to get left behind because ev- everything's just about the playoffs. And like, are you building something that can get to the playoffs and it's about national titles? And it's like, College football is unique in that it should never be about national titles. It should be about Saturdays. It should be about the traditions. It should be about the pageantry. It should be about these kids having fun and just the rivalry aspect and just the the community, community aspect. And I just – I worry how much of that is getting lost. I know I just threw a lot at you there, Coach, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at.
1: Yeah, now, you know, Chase, there's a select few schools across this nation that – let's be honest, can compete for a national title year in and year out. And most people are not going to be able to, uh, no matter what the system is, you know what yeah. I'm saying? so, you know, for us at the group of five level, I really don't think this has changed since the beginning of time. I really don't. It's about winning your conference. It's about mm-hmm. getting to a great bowl game. It's about the experience of who you're playing with and who you're playing for. And then yeah. if you're good enough, you've got a chance to move on and play at the next level. And, uh, that's what we're getting back to here. You know, we're joining the Sun Belt. We're excited about that. Mm-hmm. It's a regionally uh, located conference. It's going to be kind of the SEC of Group of Five. Yeah, great football schools with great history. We're all right here together. And, it's a great uh, fit for y'all. Yes, and 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 it's about getting back to winning conference championships, which is going to get you into some type of conversation. Whether that be for a great bowl game, which is a great reward, or if the playoff expands, getting into that. But Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we can control. And, man, you know, college football has always really been that way. No matter what mm-hmm. the changes happen, let's be honest, your Alabamas, your Ohio State, your, those guys are going to be in that picture, and it is what it is. But yeah. you can only sign 25 kids a year. You know what I mean? So Alabama can only sign 25. Tennessee can only sign 25. So mm-hmm. that number's not changed. So Group of Five football is always going to have really good players. Uh, that are going to be able to move on. You know, we've had 125 players drafted at Southern Miss. We've had 18 oh, wow. players play in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been a lot of great players come through here through the years, and, and we're getting back to that.
0: Yeah, I just – maybe we're different, but it's just like one of my favorite games in this past year was uh, App State Marshall. Like, I'm tuning in for stuff like that where I just – it doesn't – I don't care about the implications or anything like that. Like, these two teams fought hard. It was a great atmosphere. Like, App State, Boone, awesome atmosphere – that game was crazy. Like there was a kick return touchdown on that one, but like the note taking, like that was one of my favorite games. So I'm excited with you being at Southern Miss that like it's priority viewing for me where I'm excited to see your offense. I'm excited to see what you're doing where I just want to watch good football and I want to watch entertaining football and I want to just see um, different schemes. So speaking of your scheme, Will, what makes your specific offensive style so difficult for defenses to defend? What uh, What is it about your scheme?
1: Well, We've always been, uh, you know, a team that wants to establish the run mm-hmm. uh, through, uh, you know, and we're very multiple in how we do that. We always use tight ends, one, two, and three tight ends. We use multiple running backs. Uh, so we're, we're, we're multiple four We're an NFL-style run scheme. We run all the schemes. We're not just a simple spread, no huddle, hurry mm-hmm. up, that just runs inside zone. That's not us. <laughs> we're going to run a, a lot of scheme at you. And we're gonna run the quarterback when we can. Uh, we're gonna sprinkle some wing tea in there, which very rarely people see that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's, you know, kind of how I grew up and my roots. Uh, yeah. we're gonna sprinkle some wildcat in there because we got athletes. We're in Mississippi, man. Everybody puts up against athletic quarterback. So we've got like eight kids that play running back wide out in DB that were all high school quarterbacks. Oh wow. They can throw it and do that. And so, but you know when I was a head coach previously in my six years. Uh, we were able to lead the league in rushing, I think, five of the six years and then create explosive plays. Mm-hmm. Our quarterbacks have always been all-conference guys, and we want to be extremely efficient uh, with those guys. And uh, But, Chase, I believe, man, that that to put a ring on your finger, you mm-hmm. know, you still have to be able to run the football and play great defense. And something I'm proud of – is uh, my other six years of head coach, we led the league in scoring defense or total defense all six years. And this past year in our first year here, we only gave up 30 defensive touchdowns in 12 games, and seven of those were in Obama. So we gave hmm. up only 23 in the other 11, and we've really gotten that nasty bunch defensive moniker back here at Southern Miss, and uh, we want to continue to play great defense and be a physical football team.
0: What was the best
1: thing you learned from
0: Coach Willie Fritz?
1: Oh man, Coach Fritz just really validated for me mm-hmm. that uh, you can treat people right, uh, and you can do what matters. You don't have don't be afraid to say, you know what? We're not going to do that. I know everybody mm-hmm. else is doing it, but it's stupid. They're just chasing ghosts. We're not going to do that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, you know, you can only sign twenty five kids a year. So, you know, from a wide receiver, cornerback, DB, linebacker, running back standpoint, we're in South Mississippi, man. If we can't find (laughs) those guys in Mississippi, Louisiana, Mm -hmm. Alabama, Panhandle of Florida, like right here around us, then we're probably not doing our job. We don't have to go Mm -hmm. all across this great country to find a wide receiver when we're in South Mississippi. And yeah. a lot of people don't do that anymore. They recruit nationwide no matter what. And you spin your wheels and 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 and, and use a lot of manpower to do that and you lose a, and you spend a lot of money doing
0: that. Yeah.
1: And uh so from Coach Fred's I just learned, man, have a common sense approach to leadership. You know, and, and not, not to say we didn't always do that where we were at, but he validated that you could do it at the division one level for me. Because uh, I had a lot of ideas that I felt like at a small college level we could transfer over to this level. Coach Fritz really solidified that for me. He's a great man. He's a leader of men. I've got the utmost respect for him.
0: That's awesome. I, I've always hoped that he would get a – like a just to see him at a Power 5 job. Like, he's mm-hmm. just been perpetually underrated throughout his career. The dude just wins wherever he goes. And everybody likes him, it seems like.
1: Yeah, you know, everybody nowadays wants to win the press conference with a name. It's mm-hmm. better worry about winning football games. Because after the press conference is over, after that hour is over, all that matters from that point on is winning. And yeah. uh, Willie Fritz wins, man.
0: He wins. He does. Um, what are you most excited about this fall at Southern Miss? What, what, have, what are you most excited about?
1: I'm most excited about being able to roll the ball out there and being able to compete on a level playing field. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, last year we, we took the field with 62 scholarship kids, in a year with COVID, normally 85 is the, the, the scholarship cap, But last year with COVID, you could go over. So we were playing teams with 95 and 100 scholarships, and we only had 62. And we were just really outmanned. And it's an excuse, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. This year, we'll be on a level playing field. It'll be fair. So I'm excited about doing that. I'm excited about our second year in the program, recruiting kids that, uh you know, having two recruiting classes here and building that up. I'm excited about our culture. Uh, we've, you know, had two of the greatest academic semesters in football history here since we've been here. We're doing a lot of things well, but it's time to be competitive on the field. We ended the year well, we've recruited well, and, uh, you know, we got to get back to winning and get back to going bowl games and being competitive in our conference.
0: That's that's interesting. So when you think about last year, though, and you're going back through the tape, it just things that still sit in your mind. Is there any particular game moment from last year that you still find yourself thinking about pretty often?
1: Yeah, you know the the first game of the year, uh, mm-hmm. we lost to South Alabama on the road, and and just didn't really felt like we didn't put our best foot forward. Uh, they kicked our butt. Hats off to them and Coach Womack and their style, but just really was humiliated about that loss, how we played. We looked unprepared in several areas. That's, that's on me as the head coach. That's not who I am, what I'm about, and what I've been about in my career. Uh, and it really showed how far behind we were as a football program uh, mm-hmm. from a you know numbers standpoint. And uh, it kind of hit home that it was probably fixed to be a really tough year. And uh, what I'm really most proud of after that is at the end of the year after we had lost all our quarterbacks, I think it's documented, we played like 11 guys that took snaps. It was in.
0: insane. That yeah. Was
1: insane. We lost all our quarterbacks, and, and we went to the Wildcat full-time and won our last two games. And uh, by then, we were down in the 50s with scholarship kids due to injuries. And uh, to win those last two and those kids stick together really shows, I think, the culture we're building and how they believe in it, how we treat them on a daily basis. And uh, so I was I was extremely proud of that going into the offseason. What's the
0: quarterback room looking like this spring? Are you excited about it? You feel good about where it's at?
1: I'm really excited about it. It looks really young, but really talented. You know, okay. and Chase, I'd rather be young and talented than <laughs> old and not talented. So we've got two freshmen that we've signed since we've been here mm-hmm. that were the best quarterbacks in the state of Mississippi. Highly recruited kids, both of them. Ty Keys started for us last year and was Hurts in game four, so he was able to redshirt. Mm -hmm. And then Zach Wilkie early enrolled here in January. And uh, both are extremely talented kids that were highly recruited. They can run and throw. They've got that it factor. So, uh, you know, and then we got an older guy back named Trey Lowe who started for us early in the year, who's a steady Eddie and really understands the system. And uh, so we went from no quarterbacks to three that we really feel like can play. And uh, so, so we're gonna be really good there. Now we're gonna be young, but we are we are talented, and we're, we're getting better every day.
0: Do you think it matters in terms of what Mississippi and Mississippi State do year over year for your program that it helps Southern Miss when just the state of Mississippi, the health of all the college football programs, are in a in a positive. State is that something that helps that um with Leech and with Kippen doing what they've done uh to this point? Does that help you um like say, sell the state of Mississippi to recruits of like hey we win all across the board here and does is there some trickle down effect? I've always been curious about that.
1: No, I don't think so. You know, okay. I think uh, I think the Southern Miss brand is a standalone brand. I think that from a group of five standpoint where we recruit, like I said, mm-hmm. we're gonna make our hay with Mississippi lower Alabama, Panhandle, Florida, Southeast Louisiana, those kids and those families know who we are and what we're about. And, uh, you know, I think maybe from a notoriety standpoint to the average fan, like you said, like how it is in baseball right now, we're all really good in baseball. So people know, man, they're playing great baseball in Mississippi, and maybe that brings Mm -hmm. more attention, uh, you know, on a television show or something like that. But from a recruit standpoint, I think it's independent. I think kids want to go to the best place they can go for the best coaches they can play for, where they're going to get took care of, and and it's nice if it's close enough to home where their people can be a part of it. You know.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Are you a dog or a cat guy? Coach? I'm a dog guy,
1: man, and I love them. <laughs> I've got two Australian Shepherds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my dad's side of the family are all cowboys, and so uh-huh. I grew up going up there, being around them. They always had Australian shepherds because they're cattle dogs. Yeah. They're extremely intelligent. So we've got a six-year-old Australian shepherd, and we just got another one, and mm-hmm. uh, and he is God, two months <laughs> old. So we've got two of them, man, and we love them. I've got two boys. They're 14 and 11. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're, we're full speed. How would your
0: parents have described you
1: growing up? <laughs> uh, you know, I hope that I got, uh, you know, I hope, I hope, I hope everybody described me as a, as a, as a very, uh, a guy with a big heart. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've always tried to impact people in a positive way. It's always mattered to me that if I hurt someone's feelings that I apologize for that, it's always mattered to me. You know, I would all, I am I'm, I'm a lover, man. I hug people. I love people. I tell them I love them. Uh, if I mess up, I'm going to tell you, I'm sorry. I'm a very open and honest guy. Uh, I'm, I try to be as real as real can be. Even when people tell people have told me before, dude, man, you're so honest, even when you shouldn't be, you know, and I just believe in that. And I hope, I hope my parents are both proud of of me for that. I lost my mom fixed to be six years ago, and uh, she was a great leader, too. She ran the rehab facilities, uh, nurse of, all throughout the uh, state of Mississippi, and uh, she was a great leader as well, you know, along with my dad. So,
0: so it runs in the family. I like
1: it. <laughs> yeah, my mom's side of the family are all mm. basketball coaches, too. They've actually won a bunch of state championships as basketball coaches in the state of Mississippi.
0: Can you play? You good?
1: I did. I did. I was an all-state okay. basketball player in high school.
0: Did you – oh, interesting. Did you enjoy playing basketball more than football?
1: I did. I, I, I enjoy basketball more than football, but I knew I wanted to coach football. Huh. And I knew I was undersized, so yeah. uh, I had a chance to beat people with my brain better playing quarterback and football. Than I, but actually the story is this. Uh, yeah. Here, here, here's why I played football instead of basketball, honestly, is in Mississippi then you had to go to the junior college – that you were in their district. Well, my district was In Owamba, hmm. did not want me in football, and they did in basketball. And so I got released in football to go to Northwest, but uh-huh. they would not release me in basketball. I was going to play both, and so I had to give up basketball and just play football, which is one of those things we always look back on and see God's plan and everything. You know,
0: We're not talking right now if you go the other way coach all there's no you and i having this (laughs) podcast right now that doesn't happen
1: i don't know about that i don't know it It would have been different different.
0: (laughs) yeah i my dad and i have had this exact conversation where i'll tell him all the time i'm like no dad because like if you don't do exactly what you did i don't exist like you if you miss one class that you weren't supposed to miss in undergrad at north georgia guess what there's no me so whatever happened happened so that's good i i needed all of that to happen um what about your favorite cheat meal Coach Hall. Uh what uh, what's your go-to? What do you? What's your cheat meal?
1: Well, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big griller. Uh, okay, that's my that's my, I don't have many hobbies, but that's one of them. Uh, so I, I love a, I love a a steak, Pittsburgh medium rare. Me and my wife, we grill a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and she does all the sides, baked potatoes, loaded potatoes, hash brown casserole, green beans, all that stuff. So I'm a big griller with steak chicken halves, all that. I'm also a big Italian guy. I love Italian food, uh, from chicken parm to all of it. So, okay. uh, so those are my favorites. Do you have time for hunting and fishing at all? I don't No, uh, but I, I mean, I, you can make time for whatever you want. Right. But I just can't sit still. I'm a guy <laughs> that can't, so I, I can bird hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I don't, I, I really enjoy bird hunting. I do okay. you can walk and talk. Mm-hmm. I don't do it a lot, but I enjoy it. I'm, I'm not against squirrel hunting, but I can't sit in a deer stand <laughs> and wait on a deer. Uh, I can't, and I can't fish at all, man. It's, I can deep sea fish because you uh-huh. can move around and talk, yeah. but I can't sit on a lake and try to catch bass, and catfish. I just can't, I can't sit still that long.
0: So, you're not going to be a lake house guy when you retire. You're not going to. Now, I'm a beach
1: guy. I'm a beach guy and a lake house guy. I I, I can go to the lake and go to the beach and have a good time with anybody, but we've got to be moving around and maybe have a cold beverage in our hand.
0: (laughs) That's interesting. Um, Because it seems like uh, lake houses is just like so many coaches' oases. Like it's just there's so many. Um, Yeah. Um, What is the weirdest quirk your family would say that you have?
1: Oh man, uh, probably that you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm add to the extreme before they knew what it was. You know, I mean, I can't sit still. I can't, I've got if my wife was here, she would tell you that I've got to be doing two to three things at once. If we're watching a movie, I've got my iPad out and I've got I'm watching a recruit at the same time, or I'm (laughs) watching film or. Or you know, or I've got my notebook out and I'm thinking about a few thoughts for the next day's staff meeting.
0: Uh-huh. I'm never
1: just doing one thing at a time. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie of all time, Lonesome Dove. It's a mini okay. series, but but a big big Lonesome Dove guy. Matter of fact, we named our uh, our new puppy Gus after Captain Augustus McCray. Okay,
0: yeah. So it's it's real there. Um, yep. I like it. Have you been to the Skunk Bowl or any of the big games in Mississippi? since you've been back, like how does it, like how many times are you able to go to Friday night lights and go check out a lot of the cool rivalries and stuff like that across Mississippi?
1: Yeah. So I'm familiar. The skunk yeah. in Baldwin Boonville. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my family, my dad and mom both graduated from Baldwin high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. My, my uncle is the head basketball. We're my second cousin. He's like my brother. He's the, my uncle was the head coach there. He's retired. And now my second, uh-huh. cousin is the head basketball coach at Baldwin high school. So, I've been there many times and mm. uh, we lived in Boonville for a little while too. So I know all about Boonville ball and, you know, man, the eat dirt rivalry with Pearl Brandon and, you know, Taylorsville Mize. I mean, I, I mean, I, all the rivalries in the state, Amory Shannon, Calhoun city, Bruce, mm. you know, I mean uh, I can go on and on and on, you know, with that. I mean, I'm a Mississippi football historian. I started reading, yeah. the, I started reading the newspapers when I was, five years old my dad in the morning and so I mean that's that's me man Mississippi high school football is is my life
0: who are is there a game on your calendar for this fall that you have circled that means more to you at the moment or are you have just like I'm excited to see what our team looks <coughs> like against this opponent is there one game right now for you
1: yeah you know I know it sounds cliche but I mean game one versus Liberty you know yeah. I mean, that's just just a big game for us we feel like uh, we were dealt a hand. We had to play last year, and we played it to the best of our ability. But we were embarrassed about what it looked like, whether it was our fault or it wasn't. A lot of it was our fault. Some of it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, just excited to get this thing going and for it to start looking like what we know a college football program is supposed to look like. Now, we're not fixing to go 12-0 and 0 this year, okay? But yes. we are going to look like a college football program this year. And that's the way it's going to be forever Mm. and ever moving forward. I don't know. Let's
0: not rule out 12 and zero, coach. You got to (laughs) play the games. You don't know. You, you don't know 12 and zero is a possibility. We still got to play the games. That's right. Um, we'll end on this. You get a rare day off. You can do whatever you want outside of pacing around the facilities. I know like, like I I'm amazed. Like I, I feel great that you stayed for this podcast. Now that I know you like, you're just, uh, you're moving around. You like to move around. Um, I appreciate you doing this today, but you get your rare day off, Coach Hall. You can do whatever you want. No, you don't have to worry about any recruiting, any recruiting video, no iPad, no whatever. What do you What do? you do?
1: Yeah, me and my wife, if we get some time off, we're headed to the mm-hmm. beach as soon as possible. We're big panhandle okay. people, uh, whether that from Pensacola all the way to Panama City Beach and Destin, everything in between. We go to all of them a lot. We're big Key West people, uh, okay. so we're going to get down to the beach get down to the sun and the water as quick as we can, as much as we can.
0: I like it. Have you been to pineapple willies? Are you a pineapple willies guy? (laughs) No, we have
1: been to pineapple willies many times. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There you go. There you go. Coach Hall, this has been great. Thank you so much. How do the good folks support the program for the local uh, Southern Miss listeners who will be tuning in for this one? How do they support your program and what you and your staff have got going on this year?
1: Oh man, like we tell everybody, man, just be here. You know, Mm -hmm. let's come to the games, be a part of it, and uh, you know, don't be at the, you know, be here. We're doing our part every day to recruit and work and sell. The number one thing you can do to help Southern Miss, if you want to help Southern Miss, is be at the games, be at the, uh, be at the tailgate, and we bring recruits on campus. Let them see how passionate and uh, and how great things are here, and how much it matters here.
0: There you go. Coach Hall, good luck this spring and then we'll have to reconnect
1: soon. This was this was a lot of fun. So I greatly appreciate it. I enjoyed it, Chase. Uh, Thank you so much, man. At the group of five level, any anything we can do to sell our program and what we're doing, we want to do because we got great kids here that are doing some awesome stuff. So I really appreciate you and look forward to doing it again. Absolutely. Thanks, coach. All right, that'll do it for today's
0: edition here on the Chase Sons Podcast. Thank you again to Coach Hall for coming on today's edition of the pod. I hope you guys enjoyed Coach Hall and myself's conversation. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, And if you like listening to today's episode, please make sure you leave this show a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you are listening don't forget folks you can email this program at chase gmail.com for future mailbag opportunities so hit me up with some questions there if you would like follow me on twitter at chase double underscore thomas like the facebook page at facebook.com slash chase thomas writer and then of course subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com uh, type in the chase thomas podcast that easy that simple hit that subscribe button so you can watch these episodes if you would prefer to do so and a uh, new episode coming tomorrow uh yeah there you go